listening to Blind Luminations, the show that is half-sighted, half-blind, all podcast. Now get ready to open your ears to your two favorite lumineers, Mark and Jan. Hey, Illuminati, welcome to the Blind Illuminations podcast. I am one half of your hosting team, part of the blind dynamic duo here, the blind Avenger by night and by day. My friends know me as Mark. I'm alongside my sighted wife. She is the guiding goddess at night. And then in her civilian identity, she is known to many as Jan. How's it going, Jan? It's going pretty darn good. Ooh, you mm-hmm. sound you sound like you're still in your vigilante <laughs> mode as you say that. It's going pretty darn like it was intense. That voice, mm-hmm. I feel like you're ready to bust some skulls oh, in this yeah. podisode this week. Get it done. Get it done. <laughs> I'm trying to think. We're gonna bear down for midterms. That's that's you what I think. Like that. It's, it's fantastic. Why would you not use that that phrase? I mean, it was great <laughs> on Community. I know. Anybody who's watched Community will know why that's awesome. <laughs> so, and I don't know how many of you that is, but whatever. I don't care because it's awesome. And I'm going to say it anyway. But uh, anyway, welcome to our podcast. Uh, if you are unfamiliar with what we usually talk about here, I am completely blind and I am seated here with my fully sighted wife. Mm-hmm. And we talk about the different situations we go to, go through, go to and go through in our lives. Uh, yeah, I'll rhyme it and make it sound good. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so we talk about the different situations we go through in our lives and uh, relate them to you in a fun way, or we try to make them fun anyway. And uh, yeah, so thank you so much for listening. If this is the first time you listen, make sure to subscribe for free on whatever platform you're listening to us on. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, uh, Stitcher, Podcast Addict. We're a whole bunch of them. And uh, if you like what you hear, make sure to tell your friends all about us. Give us a five-star review if you are using Apple Podcasts. It all helps with the algorithms. And yeah, just uh, keep on listening because we've got tons of great content for you. Mm-hmm. Coming out every week, we're, we're getting back on track with our schedule now after the holidays and after last month and after kind of getting used to you working midnights it's it's been touch and go but Mm -hmm. we're starting to kind of figure out a schedule for when we need to record this sounds weird but probably appropriate to say there was a honeymoon period i think there was with the switch to midnights where like we got this like that's okay like Mm. we can work this and somehow from that it was just like wow well we got really lazy because it would be like time to record on a sunday Mm. or whatever and we'd want to take a nap instead so we'd be like We'll record tomorrow. And then the next day would come and we'd still be tired. And it would be like, we'll record tomorrow. And then mm. a week would go by and it would be like, we'll record soon. Yeah. We'll have it out next week. And then another week went by. So it, it was really, uh, it was a vicious circle. Mm-hmm. And we finally broken out of the circle and made it a square. Yes. The a circle nice has square. Been, yeah. A cube. Yeah. Exactly. It's a three-dimensional square. The, the Tesseract. <laughs> the Tesseract. We we uh, we own everything. We have the mm-hmm. power. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, uh, we finally figured things out. And what was the Tesseract power, anyway? Yeah, that was... Wasn't that the uh, power stone? Oh, that's just the power stone. Okay, that makes sense. That's what I thought. At least, uh, yeah, I think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Because like they made a bunch of they could make a bunch of weapons with it, I thought. Yeah, that's true. They gave, like, that's what limited, they were doing. It was like an limited power source. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. So that's what it was. But anyway, so this week we will be talking. <laughs> everything else was unrelated to this point, by mm. the way. Uh, we will be talking about uh, blind weddings. Well, ours in particular, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, we thought with Valentine's Day being just a couple of days ago as we record this, it would be a good day for a blind wedding. Mm-hmm. I made this joke to you earlier and you had no response. <laughs> and I was like, you know, you could respond a little bit. I didn't. You know what it was? was that you made it. And I didn't know how to respond. You were so enchanted by it. it. I didn't find it that hilarious, so I was mostly just... You were so enchanted hmm. by it. 
Jan, the, the correct answer is you were so enchanted by it. As I've said <laughs> was, for the third time. I was so enthralled. Enchanted. 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 Mesmerized. Exactly. Woo. Sounded like a ghost. Is this like Halloween or what? I was mesmerized. That's what happens. That's how you sound. You, you turn into a ghost when you're mesmerized? Apparently so. Wow, that's a little bit weird. Yeah, hey, I married you. You got to get used to this. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we will talk about that marriage uh, in a little bit. But before we get there, we're going to talk a little bit about what we have done recently. Uh, it's been a busy weekend, Valentine's Day weekend. We didn't do anything quite that romantic but on friday we had our friends over and we watched a movie it was double date got some pizza had some alcoholic beverages you did not partake in the alcohol but we all no, watched no. we all watched velocipaster and that mm-hmm. that was kind of like being yeah. drunk without the alcohol yeah. anyway because be it was such more. a weird movie i used to be able to drink more and then but what was it five six years ago i yeah, ended I don't up remember getting i'd been getting bad heartburn and and acid reflux for a while i just didn't realize it and then finally it got to the point that i I needed medication and now i'm I'm not supposed to have alcohol it's something i'm supposed to stay away from you got old essentially yes it's not because you didn't like the hangovers that came Mm. from alcohol because you've never had yeah i've never experienced a hangover i'm one of the the few very lucky people never experienced a hangover but unfortunately now, if I have even like a cocktail, mm-hmm. um, I, I feel it for like a day or two after. That's hardcore. I know. <laughs> it stinks. Because, it's kind of crazy. But then also I do have... Uh, stinks and it burns. I do limit my drinking because I have a hard rule, a personal hard rule. I don't, you know, expect other people to have it. Um, that... If you, if I am going to be driving at all mm-hmm. that day, I don't drink at all. Yeah. So I know people. It's not you know, necessarily you, a bad rule to have. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't look down on people that, you know, they're going to have a beer, you know, two hours before they drive or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or anything like that. If they, if they're responsible for the drinking and everything like that, I've just had a personal rule that I've, I never have any alcohol if I know I'm going to be driving that right. day. But anyway, we did watch Velocipaster yes. on Friday. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to like cut you off there, but I wanted to get back to Velocipaster because it was so amazingly bad. Yes. And I feel like we need to focus our attention on that. Mm-hmm. Because it was it was a movie that was bad on purpose. Kind of like uh, Sharknado, but even worse mm-hmm. um, in terms of its production. And uh, we enjoyed ourselves a great deal because it was really good. Why don't you describe mm-hmm. uh, what the velocipaster look like or should we go through the plot of the movie okay so basically what happens is that there is a priest a pastor and as it were he he ends up getting this prehistoric uh it's a necklace, raptor it? no it's oh. just like a the tooth yeah it's a tooth and, i thought it was on a necklace that's all and then because of that he ends up being able to transform without trying to yes transform into a a dinosaur they they say velocipaster but really he looks like a t-rex so Mm. you know a very crappy t-rex yes yes we are not talking you know high quality of anything their their outfits for being uh pastors were basically i think dollar store they tied up in the back you could see the ties um mm-hmm. so they're not like robes um it was just you know high quality of low quality <laughs> yeah exactly they did like, whatever they could to make it low quality uh, a lot yeah, of like sight the gags act, the acting is of, very campy yeah the, exactly. the script is very that's campy. probably yeah was, that's probably the best way to describe it it was a very campy movie on purpose just really B-movie stuff, and uh, they went out of their way to make it look terrible. Yeah, so there is, it was really funny as a result, though. There, we were pausing it at different times because we needed to laugh. Yeah, we were laughing and, so like, hard focused. that you couldn't hear the and, movie. 
And it, we had to, to pause it to describe, because oddly enough, this did not have uh, yeah, for audio some, description. For some reason, they didn't have the money left in the budget to have audio descriptions. So uh, definitely, you needed to describe what was going on to me. And there were points where everybody mm. was laughing so hard, where we actually had to pause the film mm-hmm. so that you could. So it was, a, it was an entertaining night. We had a good time. And it was a good way to spend our Valentine's Day. So we did that. You surprised me in the morning by coming home with uh, some some fresh donuts from a local yeah, bakery from here. Sky Mars. Yeah, exactly. And those mm. are very good mm. as well. So Good place. It is. Yeah, I agree. They have breads. They have all these different pastries in that. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Yeah. It's... It is very hard to <laughs> limit yourself. Yes. I think I even surprised the lady because she's like, well, how many are you going to get? I'm like, two apple fritters. And then there was like a long pause. She looks at me I'm like, and that's all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you said they even had like heart-shaped oh, donuts. did. And you, you stopped yourself from buying those too. Because I had planned on, okay, you have to understand logic when it comes to getting apple fritters food that's bad for, for, for breakfast you. yeah it was but it has apple in it so, so it's, obviously it must be it's, healthy it's fine because you're getting yeah, fruit you're getting fruit so i could not justify getting a heart-shaped donut on valentine's day because it had chocolate you know what's funny to me about that too it's what? like, it's not like we've never had donuts for breakfast. You make it seem like it's this thing, like this rule you've had. Like, I'm not going to have a donut I for know, breakfast so unless hardcore. there's fruit. And it's like, we've had chocolate donuts for breakfast before. Like, this is not, you've had chocolate cake for breakfast before. Like, it's really not this hard and fast rule that you've adhered to over the years. You just realized this, haven't you? I'm laughing because I remember that I've had cake for breakfast, for goodness sake. Well, yeah, that's just it. And then this time it's like, no, I can't do it. There has to be fruit. You got to be strong. Yeah, exactly. I don't really understand that. So, yeah. Mm. But I did enjoy the apple fritters, and they were very good. So that was our Valentine's Day. And then uh, on Saturday, we went to see, oh, God, I'm going to butcher this name, but, uh, Birds of Prey. And the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. I actually got it right that time. Last time I went to say it, I got it wrong. But I got it right this time. <laughs> That's all that matters. It was pretty good. The unfortunate thing is that the audio descriptions at the movie theater were not working. They were working the day before somebody had used it. And the guy went to, we we went to watch a movie and it wasn't working. You went out to talk to the guy who programs it or whatever. Mm. He tried five different headsets and rebooted their system twice and it still wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. He felt really bad. So he got two free passes to go back to the movies. He felt bad because nice. he's been there a lot when we've gone. Mm-hmm. So... There, there have been times where it didn't work. It, it works more times than it does. Yeah, not. it really okay. hasn't been that. Bad we have to there. be very fair about this. So mm. even though we're saying it did not work, I, you know, you have to understand it, it usually does work. Yes, and they really do work hard to make sure it's working. And when he came over, he's like, "Oh, I hope it works." And I told him later, I was like, I knew you were jinxing it. And he's like, "You know, yesterday we didn't have any problems whatsoever." <laughs> He's like, I thought for sure it would work for you. Yeah. It's like, I feel so bad because so many times when I see you guys, I feel like it's because it's not working. <laughs> it's like, oh, they're in. That means it's going to go down tonight. And he feels bad. Like, oh. But really, it, it's, it hasn't been that bad. Honestly. I know. It's, like, it, I can probably count on one hand the amount of times that it's not worked at that location yeah. specifically. So Because we do go to a lot of the movies. Mm-hmm. We, we like that... Uh, Cineplex at uh, Devonshire. Yeah, Devonshire Mall in Windsor. They we find they're very good about the the headsets and everything, mm-hmm. and so we prefer them. And it just seems like, unfortunately, with this one guy, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> but they're usually really good. We yeah. do see a lot of movies, and it's usually not a problem whatsoever. So right. exactly. I mean, so yeah, it worked. It worked out. Mm-hmm. You were able to describe the movie, although you think you might have fallen asleep at one point during it. Maybe. Not because the movie was bad, but because you were just tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was one of those days. 
Yeah, just the I weather and the site our sinuses have been bugging us I find, because of the fluctuating weather. Yeah, and I also find that um, Saturdays mm-hmm. are really hard on my sleep. Well, because yeah, because you're transitioning, from yeah, for the midnight. weekend. So, like, sometimes I'm doing okay, and other times, like, by that night I get tired. So mm-hmm. if I haven't been able to adjust my sleep enough, like, I'm I'm just more tired. And I was just very comfortable in the theater. Yeah, they have the reclining seats. Yeah. It's all leather. It's I can understand how you'd fall asleep in one of those chairs mm-hmm. if you're, like, a little bit tired even, so... Yeah. But we had a good time. Uh, We enjoyed the movie. I would say it's probably the most enjoyable DC film that I've watched so far. Uh, Took a little bit to get going. Um, The only part I... The only problem I had with it is that it just seemed like they were trying a bit too hard to emulate Deadpool. uh, The formula that made that movie work in certain points. So that's the only issue I really had with it. I like Harley Quinn as a character. I kind of wish the Birds of Prey themselves, like Black Canary and the Huntress, had been in the movie more. They're barely in the movie. Mm -hmm. To me, they could have just made it a Harley Quinn movie uh, for the amount of time that the Birds of Prey are in it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I enjoyed their characters, but... I really like the Huntress. Yeah, the Huntress was really good, but I wish she had been in the movie a lot more. Mm-hmm. because she's barely in it. So, unfortunately, um, I don't know if they'll be making a sequel to this one since it didn't do that great at the box office uh, mm-hmm. since it's opening. But if they ever do a sequel, I would like to see more of those characters. So, hopefully. But mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to happen, <laughs> unfortunately. So, anyway. So that was what we did last night. We went to Buffalo Wild Wings after, mm-hmm. hung out with our friends, and then we came home and we slept. Mm. And it was nice. It's always good to sleep. Exactly. But we hope we're not putting you to sleep. No. Nope. And if we are, wake up! Because we're about to get to our topic mm-hmm. of this week's this week's potisode, and that is a blind wedding. Mm-hmm. So... Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so the thing is, when anybody is getting married, there's a lot of planning that goes into it, but... The thing is, when you are getting married to a blind person, or when you even have two blind people, I would imagine, um, there's an extra level of planning that goes into it because you have to make sure that certain elements of the wedding are accessible to that person. And Mm. it really becomes this extra layer on top that you're planning all of these different elements and you also have these extra things to consider. So... Um, I guess starting at getting the engagement ring even was something that takes a little bit more planning for somebody who can't see, because obviously I can't see the ring you want, and it Mm -hmm. makes it very difficult to surprise you with the ring in a proposal when I can't do that. So, um, we handled it in a certain way. You went with one of our friends. Mm Mm-hmm. Ring shopping. Yeah, we were looking at different rings and that to get ideas. Mm-hmm. And then she would convey that information to you. Right. And then did you go with her to go yes. get? Yeah, you went with her. I did. I contacted her when I was mm-hmm. ready to go get the ring. And she brought me and we went and got the one you had wanted mm-hmm. that you picked out in that. So that you wouldn't even know when I got it. Yeah. And so that was an extra layer of planning that we kind of had to go through. And so, I mean, whereas if you can both see, obviously you go ring shopping together and you just point out the one you want Mm -hmm. to that person and then then they go get it on their own. And yeah, and they can remember different ideas you had of what you were looking for and stuff like that. Whereas this, this, you don't have that visual element whatsoever. Yeah, you need that help to make sure one you you're getting the right you're one. You're getting that, the exact ring, yeah. The one they're describing is the one that she was pointing to. <laughs> yes, exactly. So uh, it, it was definitely very important that you go with your friend, and it, it really worked out, actually. It, mm-hmm. it, it was really good, and uh, it allowed me to get the ring that you wanted. Mm-hmm. And we had problems afterwards with the place we got the ring from, but that's besides the fact. Yeah. 
So anyway. But that was that. That's how we worked that. And yeah. then when it came to the proposal itself, I had to find a way to make it special, obviously. And for somebody who's cited, it's very easy because they can just plan the place they want to go to. Uh, they can bring their person there. It's a lot easier to surprise somebody. And with us, I was lucky, actually, because at the time my dad worked, uh, his boss um, went to the casino in our city quite a bit. So he was able to get uh, free hotel rooms and stuff. So I ended up getting a hotel room for us to go to overnight. And it was it was not long after our anniversary, right? Wasn't it yeah, around our anniversary? Yeah, usually around our anniversary, we would go to a hotel for the night. Yeah, we'd do something. And it was yeah. going to be like the week after, like the weekend after, because right. I think we had plans or something was going yeah, on. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And then I had, uh, like, oh, we'll just go to this place. Because we didn't go to, like, anywhere expensive. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, oh, no, like, you know, I can, we, we can go here instead. Like, you know, there's this deal kind of thing. And I'm like, okay. Mm. So it well, I told you there that because, I, yeah. I told you because my dad, his boss used to, he would get comps. So yeah. we got the hotel room for free. So I told you like, oh, like mm -hmm. I can see about doing this and you were okay with it. So I went like, ahead and right, did that. All right, do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so uh, I let my parents know, well, before obviously he got the hotel room and uh so they knew that I was going to be proposing to you, and I had the ring in my pocket <laughs> mm -hmm. to go there. So uh, I ended up proposing to you in the hotel room, and the whole time I'm just like, we went to dinner first at the buffet and downstairs, and the whole time I'm like feeling in my pocket to make sure the ring's still there, because I'm thinking like it would just be my luck that the ring falls out and I don't notice, mm -hmm. because obviously I can't see, like I can't keep it in a place that could possibly be seen because I don't know how visible something is going to be if I leave it somewhere. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I had to keep it in my pocket this whole time. And I was like so nervous that I would drop this ring during dinner or something and then be totally screwed when I went to propose to you. and be like, I had a ring, but uh, I appear to have lost it. <laughs> so that wouldn't have worked out very well. So it's one of those things where, yeah, so I had that in my pocket and then that worked out and I actually did manage to surprise you. Mm hmm you did, mm -hmm. because I did not expect it at all, and then you were like, oh, come here, and you, were at, you had music playing, mm -hmm. and it was the song that we had uh, we had heard before, Pink's um, Glitter in the Air, mm -hmm. and you had set it up on your phone, and I had stepped into one of the other rooms there, whatever, and you're like, no, no, come here, and I, I came back into the bedroom, and there you were. Getting down on one knee. No, no, no. And... I told you to close your eyes. Oh, that's right. I'm like, we, okay, we danced a little I bit. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oddly enough, the blind guy has a better memory of what took place on the person who could see the entire thing happening. But it's I have a funny. bad memory. Yeah, no, <laughs> I know. I just find it funny. But uh, yeah, no, it, we, we danced a little bit to the music and then I stopped and then I said, close your eyes. And then you did. And I turned around because I had the ring by that point I think it was like under my hat on the mm. night table so I said close your eyes and you closed your eyes and I turned around and I got the ring out from under my hat mm -hmm. and I got down on one knee and I was like open your eyes and I was there with the ring so I was able to surprise you that way mm -hmm. and uh you said yes that was a bigger surprise <laughs> That was the biggest surprise of all. Exactly. I did. That's another Pink song, by the way. Who knew? <laughs> but uh, it wasn't that uh, song playing that night. It was Glitter in the Air. And you said yes, so the surprise was on me. Yeah, it's it was um, one of those things, too, when you think about engagements. Um, I remember asking people before, like different engagement stories, because some of them are very, very cute, and some of them are, are different. Um, you know, it didn't quite go as planned, so like it was, we just did this, or you know, we had to do this, or you hear about the the grand gestures and everything. You know, there was one person that just recently he put, he's an animator, and he was able to put himself and 
the fiance in uh, a movie, like re-rig it kind of thing and show off. Yeah. <laughs> but it's one of those things like you have stuff like that where if you don't have certain limitations, like you can do these big grand gestures and that. Um, and if you can't, like it's it's reworking it to be special. And I think one of the, the takeaways, if you if you will, is that regardless of how the engagement is, if it is heartfelt, it's it's perfect. Um, because I have heard some stories of like, well, we were planning on this. This was the big plan. We, we had all of this envisioned. Like my brother had a very big plan. He had planned it out where the sunset was going to be, you know, all this yeah. stuff. And it ended up raining the and being cloudy. Weekend, yeah. And so it was, well, I proposed because the whole point was to propose and I wasn't leaving unless I did, which is very, very sweet to me. Didn't he propose over a bowl of Fruit Loops? I honestly don't know at this point. Okay. I thought that's what he said. I thought that's what you told me he said. (laughs) I might have told you that, but I think I might have been wrong. Oh, okay. But the point is, is that (laughs) it might have been before breakfast or something like that. Like, Mm. but basically, like, the, the idea was, well, regardless, I want you to be with me the rest of my life and this is how it's going to be. Yeah. I was going to propose you take either the, way. The plunge. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean with uh people who have different disabilities and that there are different considerations but uh there's some really sweet ones that can still happen. Exactly. So as long as she says yes or he says yes, that's the main thing. Right? Mhm. Yeah. So anyway, so from there um, we have to begin planning the wedding and that's where like the extra layers kind of come in and stuff like you don't necessarily think about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when it came to getting the limo, we actually, we wanted to get one of the limo buses, but we actually had to make sure like it would be safe for me to get on and get off of. Yeah. It wasn't going to be too difficult and stuff. So like different things like that, that you wouldn't normally think of uh you really have to look into them yeah like we were one of those couples that was really getting in and off of this these buses Mm -hmm. uh because we wanted to have one where all the the crew so to speak yeah the crew yeah the the yeah the wedding wedding party. party and so i was like okay like if we get here like if i'm wearing a dress would you be able to like like how am i gonna help you get on how is this gonna work so there was uh, one that was like, no, like, we we couldn't do this because, like, there's no way you're riding in this properly, like, getting in and off. Yeah. Um, and then there was another one that uh, we're like, oh, well, we would have wanted this one. And the guy was nice enough because I didn't, uh, the white one was a certain way, but the black one was nicer, but the black one was more expensive. And he's like, oh, like, what? You can have the black one instead. Mm-hmm. Because we said, like, it's just, it was easier for this, but, like, we can't spend, like, this extra money on it. So he yeah. was very nice about it. Mm-hmm. But that was one of the things. It was accessibility. Yeah, exactly. So I'm trying to think of some of the other things we really had to consider about the wedding. Because I know there were different ones. I know uh, instead of a unity candle, we ended up getting, we ended up using, like, the um, the sand. Yeah. And that was, you. you had looked into that, right? Yeah, because I felt that having a blind man have a flame in his hand was not the best way. Probably not a good idea. Probably not the best way to go. It was probably safe. Like, obviously, you were not going to set a church on fire. Yeah, yeah. We could have done something so that it would have worked, I'm sure. But I wanted it a little bit easier that he could be a little bit more independent on doing it instead of having to to move his hand I could do a little bit more of this stuff myself. Yeah. Because, I mean, it is like basically symbolizing our unity together yeah as a married couple so i definitely wanted to be a part of that and be able to do that take part in it more independently Mm -hmm. so essentially what we did it was what was it It, was it three jars there's like one that had like a base color and then each of our jars had like a different color of sand that's how it worked right yeah one jar 
was the base. Mm-hmm. And then the other two jars was uh, each one represented our families. And right. then we would pour it in there. Yeah. So you'd have the levels and then where it uh, mixed together. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Sorry, I thought you were going to say more. No, so, that, that okay. was basically yeah, that, that was it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so that was just like one of many things that yeah, we like, had to adjust. There was, for my makeup, I made sure I said I wanted very light makeup. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons was, well, one, I don't usually wear makeup, but mostly it was because if I was really happy and I wanted to bring your hands on my face to feel the smile, I didn't want too much makeup there. Right. So I was explaining like, well, sometimes when I'm really smiling, like he'll feel my face. I was like, I don't want it to be where he can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was one of the considerations there. Um, the dress, I wanted to make sure it had a zipper because mm-hmm. if you were the one helping me get out of it, mm-hmm. I, you know, buttons and all that are pretty and doing up the, the, the ribbon, it looks awesome. But, uh, if it's two people and one of them can't see, you might get stuck in that dress. So I was a little afraid. Uh, yeah. And you also... <laughs> I'm like, oh no, I got to make sure I can get out of this. Yeah. Thing. And another thing with the dress too, you want to make sure that like the dress around you wasn't too big towards the bottom because mm-hmm. obviously I'd be walking next to you and you didn't mm-hmm. want me stepping on your dress by accident and different well, yeah, things like, like that. You have to think of, like I was thinking of how well you could walk around things mm-hmm. exactly. and, and myself. And I mean, even for me, like the day of the wedding, uh, I mean, we're jumping all over the place with different things we have to consider, but uh, the day of the wedding, even, I wanted to make sure like I could get a good shave. So I planned on going to a barber's and actually I went with my dad and we got one of those hot shaves. And so I can make sure that like, I got a good shave in for mm-hmm. our wedding. It wasn't where I was doing a crappy job or something. <laughs> Not that my parents wouldn't have told me or anything, but you know what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's one of those things. With uh, an electric razor, it's not as good as um, as like a clean shave with mm-hmm. a ra- like with a normal were, razor. You were clean shaven for our wedding back yes, then. Yes, I didn't was. Have the yeah, I didn't. Anything, uh, yeah, so. I didn't have a goatee back then. So. Exactly. So even if I did, I would have gone to a barber because obviously it's styled a certain mm. way. You helped me with uh, to make sure it looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, I mostly do it myself with the electric razor. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, so I definitely would have done that either way. But it worked out too because I stayed at my parents uh, the night before the wedding up until then. And at the time, some of our friends, uh, they lived just down the street from my parents. So a lot, like one of the groomsmen, he walked over from their place and like some of them got ready there and just like walked over. Mm-hmm. So it worked out really well because my parents helped me get together at uh, my house, like their house. And I stayed there, and the morning I got to spend with my dad and that. We got to go out for breakfast, and like I said, we did the the shave uh, at the barber shop. So it, it worked out really well, but it was all these different things we had to consider because obviously I would need help getting ready. And as, as much as I could do on my own, I still needed help. And obviously, you were going to be busy mm-hmm. in the morning uh, getting ready either way. So, I mean, there, it wouldn't have been an issue of you can't see the bride before the wedding, but mm-hmm. you were busy on your own. So, luckily, we had the apartment by that time, so you were able to do your stuff here. Mm-hmm. And none of it was far away from the church. So, my parents didn't live far from the church, and uh, our apartment building isn't far from the church. So, really, there wasn't a lot of travel um, between the different places that we had to come from. Mm-hmm. So, but there's a lot of planning for the wedding. Um, some funny planning, definitely with me handling some of the things that you wouldn't necessarily think a blind person would be concerned about. Um, I think the best, my favorite, is trying to explain to you what color I wanted for the tuxedos mm-hmm. for the groomsmen. 
corn. Turns out it was cornflower blue. Mm-hmm. But I essentially had to tell you, okay, it's kind of like Skinner's suits and the Simpsons, but not quite like that. Yeah, it was. And then we got out like um, a booklet from uh, Counting Crows album the this desert life yeah and, and you could remember the color in yeah that. there's like, like oh, okay a, there's like one page where it was like really blue and it's like i want like this type of a color mm. so it was one of those things like at first i thought it was royal blue and then i realized like no that's it's not what the color mm. is so like i'm tra- the blind person is trying to explain to you what a color looks like yeah. Because I have it in my mind still, but... Because you used to be I, able to see, so you yeah. knew the colors. Yeah, exactly. I could see until I was almost 19 years old. So I knew the colors. It's just, I didn't know what the name of the color was. So trying to relate, it was really difficult. It was trying to relate a color to someone who's sighted when you can't just look at a color and point and say, this is what I want. So... Yeah, it was... Uh... It was a fun experience for that one. It took us a little bit. It took us a little bit. So, uh, yeah, but I thought that's that's probably my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. And you enjoy the fact that um, I'm the one who convinced you to get wedding photos. Yeah. You didn't want to get wedding photos, and I'm the one who was like, no, we've got to get wedding photos taken. Yeah, I'm not a person that uh, hangs up a lot of photos or, or put some up or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I kind of take them and forget them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I like a lot of candid shots. I don't like a lot of staged shots or posed or anything like that. So I wanted, uh, so I'm like, oh, well, you know, like we don't need this. We don't need that. And you're like, no, like I want photos from the wedding. So it was, oh, it was basically one of those things I felt like going you- through it and telling people like, I need to find a photographer because the blind person in the relationship wants photos. Well, and I also felt one day you would regret not having any photos whatsoever. And I think one of the things I mentioned to you too, I was saying about how we don't necessarily want photos, but like this isn't just for us. Like your family would want photos Mm -hmm. and different people would. And it's not, it's one of those things. If we had ultimately decided we're not getting photos, it would have been our decision to make, but I just felt like it would have been a hassle not to get them. Mm -hmm. I thought we would have gotten like a lot of blowback. Plus I thought you would regret eventually not having photos of that day. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you're happy that we have them now because you do have them on display and stuff. Right. Do I still have them on display? Yes, I do. I do have them. <laughs> Once again, the blind guy knows what's on display, apparently, and the sighted person cannot remember. I'm like, oh, I thought I took those down, but no, I didn't take those ones down. <laughs> or so you tell me. <laughs> Maybe you did, and you just didn't want to admit it on this podcast. <laughs> well, we'll find out later. Mm-hmm. I'll let everybody know. I'll ask somebody else to look. No, they're up in the dining room. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I'm glad we've got that clarified. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was something we had to. Uh, well, that's something that I convinced you to do. Mm-hmm. So, and then what else? Oh, with the food, mm-hmm. um, getting that ready and different things like that, we were able to request that they cut up my food for me so that it was easier because I'm I've got reduced sensitivity in my fingertips too, so. Uh, I've tried to cut my own food for a while. I've practiced and done different things, and I've done it to varying degrees. I'm just not comfortable doing it in public, like when I'm around a lot of people. It's one thing to do it here in practice, but doing it at our wedding, I wasn't really comfortable with having to cut my own food and potentially make a mess trying to eat and different things. So uh, we we got them to actually cut the chicken and everything like that. So Mm. it worked out really well. In that sense, too. And at the time, my dad, he uh, he had Parkinson's. And so we were able to request them to uh, cut his food as well mm-hmm. to make it easier. Because he had a very hard time at that point with his fine motor skills being able to cut food and different things. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it ended up being beneficial for both of us. Yeah, and it's one of those things, like, some people be like, oh, you made them cut up some food for you? It's like, yeah, we did. 
(laughs) Yeah. It's a lot easier for them. Like It was better for the people that were getting the food, that it was less noticeable, it was less of an issue, it was just, it was a more enjoyable evening. Well, plus they're in the service industry, so, like, to me, they should be able to accommodate, right? Mm. I mean, I'm not saying it. They should be able to accommodate unreasonable things, but yeah, we weren't saying I mean, like, we weren't being entire, ridiculous. We weren't saying cut up, you know, the food on all the plates. Yeah, it was two plates out of the yeah. entire thing, which to me is not hard. Like, mm. you know what I mean? So it's it's one of those things. So uh, they were really good with that, and uh, yeah, and I mean, me being blind as well for the wedding. There were different things that we each focused on in terms of planning. Like, for me, my big thing was the music. Mm. Uh, So I was in contact with our DJ a lot and doing that kind of aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And you handled everything else. (laughs) (laughs) Well, decoration, we were going to have a backdrop. And I, like, stressed that, okay, like, if the the curtain or whatever was going to come down, like, it has to be, make sure it's a good enough distance because like, I don't want anyone tripping over this, especially my, my husband Mm -hmm. because he's not fabric is a little harder to, to find and not get caught in. You don't want to be tripping over that. And, uh, you know, there were, there were other things I'm trying to remember all the things that we watched out for. Mm -hmm. Um, I went with you, like we were pretty united in terms of like what we wanted to do for the wedding. Mm-hmm. Because I went with you, like, for the decorations. Like, we had an idea of how we wanted to do it. Um, in terms of that, we uh, we also had to figure out where we were going to take photos. Mm-hmm. And the people actually doing... We had a chocolate fountain at our wedding. And the people doing that, they actually knew of a place. Yeah, they suggested That we could go, place. yeah. And it really worked out well. Yeah, it was a really nice place. It's actually a couple, they... It's a house they have, and they put in a bunch of stuff, like, it's out in the county a little bit. Not out in the county, but it's it's more of a county road. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have, like, a big barn and that, but they have a lot of vintage stuff in their backyard, and it's a big area. So they had, like, old, um, what is it? They had, like, old gas. Like a streetcar and yeah. stuff like that, and, like, an old car and everything. So it was pretty cool. And they had, like, a Pepsi, an old mm. Pepsi machine that uh, we were able to take a picture with and different things like that. Mm. So they got some really neat shots uh, with this stuff that you wouldn't normally see. Mm -hmm. Uh, It it made it very unique, and I thought it was really cool, and we really enjoyed that. And another thing we did for the planning of that is an idea we found on the internet with, like, the groomsmen wearing superhero shirts Mm. underneath uh, their tuxedos. So... We all we have a shot of all the groomsmen with their tuxedo shirts open, and you see like different superhero mm-hmm. uh, logo shirts underneath. So I had Spider Man. Um, somebody else had S- Superman, right? Mm-hmm. A Superman, Punisher. What was the other one? There's Batman. Batman. Yeah. So I think it was Batman, Superman, Punisher. Spider-Man. Maybe the Flash. I'm trying to... I'm trying... We have a picture yeah, of Yeah, we it. have a picture right now. And I'm trying to look trying at to, them. You can get up and look at it if you want. Jan's going over to look at it to see what the different logos are now. She's behind my chair. She's looking at the photos. This yeah, is very interesting for everybody. Flash. It's a Flash. So there you go. So we have the Flash, the Punisher... Uh, Superman, Batman, and Spider-Man. So it's a comic book crossover because there's DC and Marvel there. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Melding of families. Yeah, exactly. Well, I wouldn't call them families. Melding of, uh, of... Whatever. Superheroes. <laughs> I don't have anything clever for it. But anyway, so yeah, so those are all the things we had to consider and different stuff like that. So, I mean, we each played different roles in terms of planning everything. Uh, there's some stuff that I did that maybe people wouldn't expect a blind guy to handle. But uh, The other thing that uh, comes to mind that we had to think about when it came to the photos is your cane. Because that thing lights up like a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> 
It really does. It, yeah, it because does. Because we've taken photos, yeah. So, and it looks like a lightsaber in some photos mm-hmm. that uh, get taken. So, so it was deciding like uh, when you were going to have it at the altar and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. you know uh, how we were going to take pictures with it, and and looking at that aspect too. Because when you're going to take pictures too, you have to think of those angles and like what's accessible, what's not, where you can move, where you can. That's true, yeah. And uh, so those were different things that we were thinking of, too, when we were doing, like, uh, planning for photos. Yeah, because, like, the photographer wants to get good shots, but at the same time, if the person who can't see, like, can't necessarily pose a certain way or Mm -hmm. whatever, like, because losing your vision affects your balance as well. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's certain things that don't necessarily work, Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's another thing you kind of have to factor into all of it as well. So, I and, mean, and I wanted a photographer that, like, when, when we were talking with them, I, I tried to express to them to make sure that you were looking at the camera because I find there's one of these things will get you go to different events or something like that, and there's someone's going to take a picture. And I find for some reason a lot of them have this habit of assuming that even if the blind guy is looking the wrong way, it's okay because everyone knows he's blind anyway. And it's like, yeah, but it's not the best picture. Like, you could literally solve this problem with, can you move your head more to the right? Yeah, because I can follow a voice too, even. I mean, if I hear where the voice is coming from, I can turn to that direction. I can fine-tune it from there. So I know there's been some times where you've probably felt me take your head and be like, I'm moving you over. Or like, yeah, yeah. Or tell you, okay, look further to the right or yeah, something. Yeah, you usually tell me you don't move my head because yeah. I really don't like yeah, it. Yeah, you don't you like do it. That, as but most blind people don't. Yeah. So it's one of those things like we wanted to make sure, like I, I needed to make sure they understood, like, no, we don't look at it as, well, as long as he's in the picture, that's good enough because he, he can't see where you're standing. Well, especially no, for wedding photos. Let him know where you're going to stand. Yeah. Like, we don't want it where, you know, everyone's looking straight ahead and you look like you're looking at the clouds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The guy we got was really good, though. Yeah. Uh, he was very patient with me and he explained things very well. Mm-hmm. Made sure I was looking in the right direction and different things. So he was really good. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad we got them to take our photos. Yeah. So uh, definitely. That's that's one thing. Yeah. Like you don't think about it, but you do want that communication. Yeah. Because that's key that... to getting good photos, even with people who are fully sighted. Yeah. You um, want someone so... who's comfortable with giving you direction but also understanding um limitations or or stuff like that yeah exactly so definitely we got a good guy to take our photos uh it's just funny thinking about how like certain people if they're taking photos if the guy's not looking at or guy or Mm -hmm. girl whoever's blind Mm -hmm. isn't looking at the camera it's like oh well that's fine because you know people know they're blind it's like Right. Like, I don't understand how that's a good explanation. It's like, oh, they look stupid, but it's okay because people expect it. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's that's like, not it's really like so weird. When yeah. It's like, someone will go to take a picture and it's like, this is fine. And I'm look and I like look to see where you're looking. And it's like, he, you can't think like, that he's anywhere near where the camera is. It's like is. using the logic of like, Okay, everybody smile and then mm. taking a photo when you know somebody has spinach in their teeth. Yeah. It's like people people won't like think it looks bad because mm. they got spinach in their teeth. They can't see their teeth. Yeah. They'll understand. This was, yeah. you know, this was how it is. It's like, well, yeah, they're going to understand, but it doesn't mean you have to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> God. Anyway, but uh, yeah, so there was that. And then one final thing I just wanted to mention, too. I, I think it's for me, I even had to figure out what I was going to get as a gift for the groomsmen because you get something for your wedding party uh, when they stand in your wedding. So it, for me, it was looking that stuff up, too. And once again, I turned towards music and I got them all iPod shuffles. Yeah, there was a and deal on it in that. And- it wasn't a deal. They were just cheaper. Like it's. They weren't too expensive, is my point. Mm-hmm. And uh, but you could go online and you could get them engraved too. So I was able to have some something that made them very unique to the to the specific person I was giving them to. 
So it was really cool that I was able to do that and it was all accessible because I was using my computer in that. Like it all goes through Apple and their website. So I was able to order them online and put in the uh, the inscription or the, the engraving on the back of the iPod shuffles. So it was a really neat thing that I was able to do in that. So it's it's another thing though. Like you've got to consider all these extra things when you're you're looking at the different aspects of a wedding. So it's all a matter of finding things that are accessible and that makes sense. And I was able to hook them up to my computer and preload them with a bunch of songs unique for each person too. Mm. So like that was another reason why I wanted to get those because I could put on music that I knew each one of them liked and they would have it on their thing ready to go when they got it. And then unbeknownst to me, because we had agreed not to get each other wedding gifts. Mm-hmm. I surprised you. The jerk... Got me one of those. Yeah. And it was very heartfelt and it was very nice. Mm -hmm. And I looked at it I and even I recorded, swore and cursed. I even sw- I even uh, recorded a personal <laughs> message for you. I know. On it, which you didn't realize until like later on. Because I don't think you listened to it from like the playlist or something. Mm. You listened to it like in a different way. And then it was like a while later and you realized like I'd recorded a message for you even. Mm-hmm. You're like that son of a. <laughs> so you cursed uh, my name? Yeah, I did in front of all the bridesmaids. Yes, and they laughed, and they <laughs> laughed <laughs> because they thought it was hilarious that I was mad at you for this mm-hmm. because we had agreed not to do this. Were you really angry, like wanting to punch me in the face, kind of angry? Or no, no, no. I was you were like, like funny, haha, angry. Like, you yeah. know. I wouldn't say ha 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 angry. It was okay. like I only used two ha's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're ha ha angry, not ha ha ha. Yeah, angry. it was like it was more like <sighs> angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's like ah him. I know. It was shaking like, your fist. Mm. Like I got nothing. Damn straight, you got nothing. <laughs> Whoa! Oh my goodness. But anyway, but I think that about does it as to the different aspects of our wedding that uh, we were looking at and trying to make accessible. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just like a little bit of extra planning. And it was Mm -hmm. one of those things that it doesn't add that much, like, but it's just Mm -hmm. stuff you have to consider. Yeah. It's It's just just those little extra things. Yeah. Everyone's going to be considering what dress they're getting, but, you know, you have to consider... The, these other aspects for the dress. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to consider what makeup they get, but, you know, you might want to consider these aspects, too. Mm-hmm. You know, people are going to get a photographer, but you have to think of these aspects. So, you know, like, it's it's not... But I mean, even with the tuxedo, I needed to make sure, like, it was easy enough to, like, put on and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I had my parents helping me, but at the same time, it's like, you don't want to get something that you can't get in and out of yeah you want easily. to have independence to yeah, dress yourself on exactly your wedding day. yeah yeah uh, so. as much as possible yeah exactly so i mean mm. i think i needed their help with the cufflinks and different things like that but as, mm. as far as like the rest of the thing it was pretty easy to do on my own mm. so and i think i got uh spider-man cufflinks actually yeah for the, i got for them for you yeah that's right i surprised you Oh, so who's buying who a wedding gift? Uh, they were knockoff and clearly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were good enough. They were good enough. So anyway, I think that's pretty much it in terms of everything we had to plan for our wedding. And with that, we're going to uh, we're gonna throw it to one last segment here. We've got a new segment in the podcast. And it's we don't have a name for it yet, actually. Um, have you thought of any name for this segment? It, if questions, you haven't, just say no. Who has questions? No, that's <laughs> awful. That's, we're never going to call it that again. Never. Um, I don't know. What what can we call it? You don't you don't have an idea for it. Ponderings. Ponderings. Are you pondering what I'm pondering? No, there, let's brain? just move on. Just ask me the question. We're every week now. For we're starting with a new segment here, and uh, at the end of our show, Jan will ask me a question that she was wondering that uh, she might not have known the answer to. And if you want to take part in these, we do not mind using your questions as well. You can email us at feedback at blindluminations 
com and submit your question and we will read it on the podcast so uh mm-hmm. please feel free to send in questions as well because we would love to hear them if you're wondering anything because uh we've come to realize that there are different things we can cover on the podcast that might not work for a full episode but if people are just curious and want to ask like a th- single question we do not mind answering it so without further ado jan why don't you give me the inaugural question for this segment of our show my question is how did you deal with hair when you had it and you were blind like what do you mean well like you can't see what you look like so like if you were getting a haircut was it you were deciding based on what you thought it was looked like? Would you get like someone else's help? Was it just, you know, you do your thing and, you know, fingers crossed? I didn't really. Like, I just told them the way I got a haircut, like how I used to get a cut before. Mm. It's number whatever, two on the sides and number four on top. Oh. Well, that's, <laughs> that's yeah, let's be, I didn't really worry about it all that much. I mean, I was going pretty bald by the time I went blind anyway, so there wasn't much to cut for a long time. Um, I mean, I still had some hair when I first went blind, but I don't know. I, like, I, I don't really remember that far back, but I remember just going to first choice and telling them mm-hmm. to cut it a certain way that like I'd had it. That's how I had my hair cut before I went blind. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's, it's just one of those things. I just trusted they did a good job. Oh, okay. And if they didn't, I figured people would tell me. Because <laughs> you told me that one time that I got the bad haircut. They gave me like a fryer tuck kind of yeah. haircut. And then after that, I never went back to first choice. I had you cut mm. my hair every time. Yeah. That was the beginning. Yeah, because I ended up buying the uh, clippers. Yeah. And then I've just done it ever since. Because you used to cut your brother's hair. Yeah. When he was younger. My older so. brother, yeah. Your older brother? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was your younger brother. Nope. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you used to cut his... I don't think Matthew trusted me with that. No. Dave did. I don't know why. (laughs) Yeah, well. It worked out. (laughs) He didn't cut him, so, you know, it's all good. But, yeah, so, yeah, you had cut hair before, so you Mm -hmm. knew what you were doing. With the razors, not scissors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Let's not think I was better than I am. (laughs) Good job. (laughs) But you did a better job than the person at first choice, so... Yes. That was the main thing. And you took it over from there. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And then the balder I got, I just started shaving my head. And it hasn't been an issue. So, it's not something I really worry about, I guess. Mm. So. Okay. Question answered. Mm-hmm. So, if you would like to ask us a question, you can do so on social media as well. Uh, you can find us at www.facebook.com slash Blind Illuminations. We are on Twitter at Blind Illumination. And we are also on Instagram, www.instagram.com slash Blind Illuminations. As I said before, you can also email us, feedback at blindilluminations.com. Uh, you can send us, well, any feedback there, any questions, anything you would like to talk about with us. Uh, we will take and try to respond to you as soon as possible. And uh, I think that's pretty much it for this week. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything you you would like to say, Jan? Or is that all you have to say as well? I think that's about it. Okay. Well, that's good then. Um, next week, I think we had talked about maybe covering when we first moved into the apartment. I don't know if we're still going to do that. What do you think? I think we might. We might? Okay. So, tentatively, next week's episode will be about moving day and uh, what we went through to get ready to move from our houses into the apartments here where we currently live and how that all went and the different accessibility things we had to consider as well. So, uh, with that being said, I'm going to bid you a fond farewell. Don't be a dingleberry. Make your ear holes happy and keep on listening. And until next time, thanks for tuning in. Bye. Blind Luminations was created by Mark and Jeanette Rushlow. Theme music was provided by Bill Nouveau at www.nouveauentertainment.com. Make the god of blindness happy. Mark Clausen Blinder. Rate, review, and subscribe to Blind Illuminations on iTunes, 
or wherever great podcasts are found. This has been a Fire Teddy production. Don't be a dingleberry. Make your ears. Oh, ah, fuck. <laughs> I almost had it too. Don't be a dingleberry. Keep your ear holes happy. By li- nah. Don't be a dingleberry. Make your ear holes happy and keep on listening. Did I say that right? I don't think I did. Do you keep hitting the microphone, by the way? I keep hitting a cord. I'm sorry. Well, stop hitting it. You're the one who can see. I'm just kidding. I know. Are you marking that down? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, I hadn't intended for you to mark that down. I was... I didn't mean to... I was just gonna, like, be making a joke in the podcast about it. Oh, I thought you were annoyed oh, with me. either way. That's fine. I can edit that out. So you're saying? I think I was about done. <laughs>